0: Hi guys, welcome to another podcast from BetfairTradingCommunity.com Obviously with me, your host Martin Um, So last week's podcast was really well received If you didn't listen to it, I basically talked about Betfair Trading um, Versus stock market trading Talked about the pros and cons of both um, And why I think Betfair Trading is actually a much better proposition And it's funny, isn't it? That within the course of a week, we've actually seen this in action that actually the stocks i mean even the stocks i've invested in have plummeted since russia invaded ukraine um and actually you know eventually when you know when things do look like they might start to turn a corner <clears throat> it actually would be a good time to get in again but it's interesting isn't it but basically one of my main points about stock market trading one of the big problems with it for me is that you have so little control over what happens that You know, how can you predict whether a country is going to invade another country? These are blacks, what they call black swan events, an event that you just cannot foresee. Um, Of course, yeah, there was some tensions, but then there's been tensions for eight years. We didn't know this was going to happen. And actually, I think the world was shocked when it did happen. When you saw the reaction of politicians, they all tried to come out and say, oh, we fully expected this, don't you worry about it. Well, actually, no, they didn't, because everything, all the sanctions, etc., they've tried to put in place have taken quite a few days to get put in place, right? If you knew this was coming on the day, you would have it ready. Bang, gone. So this is the thing, isn't it? That with stocks, it's you're, you're basically, you're betting on how will the world's economy go for the next while. I don't know about you, but firstly, what, what knowledge do you have in that area? I don't imagine many of you do have knowledge in that area. Um, and even if you do... You know, how do you predict this stuff? We hit endless amounts of predictions of what's likely and what's unlikely in terms of things like stocks, in terms of how someone like Putin will act. The majority of the time, these people who say these things are really unlikely, they're actually, they do happen. You know, so... Just something to bear in mind, I love it when, you know, I record one of these and I get really good feedback from you guys and then within the whole, the week since it's been posted, something happens that kind of backs it up big time and so it's really convenient when that happens. So today what I'm going to talk about, because it went so well, I'm going to do another Match Betting Versus and today it's going to be Betfair Trading versus Match Betting Um so yeah, another part of our versus series. Sorry, I hadn't man- mentioned match betting before. I <laughs> see so didn't know. Well, yeah, I guess you would have seen the title of the podcast, which obviously I do after the podcast is recorded. So yeah, match betting. So most of you would have heard of match betting. I'm not going to go into too much on that. If you if you want to know what that is, just Google it. Um, but basically, match betting is just a process of um, using very low risk free bets from bookmakers to make money, okay? And it's not risk-free, okay? Some people try and say it's risk-free. That's not actually true. And I'm surprised they get away with saying that because actually there's huge risk with match betting in terms of lots of your money gets tied up in bookmakers, right? Bookmakers, as we have seen a lot over the last few years, have a tendency to fold at any given moment. You know, um, oh, I can't remember some of that. Well, I'll tell you one that's recently folded. Novibet in the UK was one. Um, but there's been quite a few since I first discovered match betting a few years ago. So what happens is that these little bookmakers pop up, give you really good offers, and then they run out of money or whatever, or they just decide to close the business, and your money is not protected. So what, pe- what a lot of people don't know is that with bookmakers... In general, your money is not protected at all. So let's say say I have a bet on the World Cup this year with the bookmakers. A lot of bookmakers, if they fold between now and the World Cup, I won't even get my bet stake back, let alone any winnings I might have made if that selection won you know and people don't realize this so there's three levels in general There's a basic and a medium and a high level of protection Betfair offers a high level well at least it did the last time I checked and um, but you know Betfair is a huge company It has no issues if it goes insolvent it will give you all your money back so it's absolutely brilliant that's why we love Betfair that's why we love the Betfair exchange you are protected up the wazoo which is exactly where you want to be when you're investing money okay This isn't true with bookmakers. The other problem with bookmakers is, and again, this isn't talked about enough, is they don't like to pay out, right? So if they suspect your match betting or if they think there's anything at all going on that they don't like, it's their money, it's their company, they will withhold withdrawals. They will make it so hard for you to get your money. They will ask for, you know, verification documents sometimes that don't even exist, Right. Some of these companies, you know, they're they're just they're corrupt. You know, there's no two ways about it. Some bookmakers, especially like I say, it's these, these smaller ones are the ones you really need to worry about. Um, but I remember um, one company, I think it was Netbet, ringing me up, making me have to answer a phone call and then talk to them for a while. So that they decide I was who I said I was. I mean, how bizarre is that? Right. How bizarre is that they're actually ringing you up and going right I want to hear your voice I want to... what is that all about you know we do thousands of transactions most of us probably do like tens maybe a hundred transactions on on cards and things in a month not at one time do you have to speak to anyone you know with your voice and give out really personal details over the telephone you know this is actually and this is this is where I kind of I always get a bit I always push back a bit when someone says match betting is absolutely risk free. It's not true, okay? It is very low risk, and I do think it's. I do think match betting is a good thing, definitely, but it's not risk free. Um, you can tie your money up now. The next stage. What's what scares me with with match betting is that the companies who sell match betting products have got increasingly desperate in recent years because bookmakers aren't giving as many offers, and we all know the other big problem with match betting is once you've done it for a little bit the bookmakers shut your accounts which you know okay you you can take a profit and run but there's no long term sustainability with match betting and i've even seen adverts pop up on our channel where people try and claim there is this great longevity with bookmakers it's not true okay i'll just i'll just stop that dead in the water now um i remember when i first started match betting years ago i even did multi accounting i used you know other people let me do it for them and things like that. And even then, all the accounts, and this is off different IP addresses, you know, whatever, all that kind of stuff, all the accounts get shut down pretty much straight away. And even if you're just doing it as one person, and you'll probably know, most of you listening will probably have done match betting, and you'll know it gets shut down. So I'd say again, be really careful if anyone's trying to sort of sell you the stream of match betting. You know, you can keep doing it with bookmakers on sports offers. It's not true. Even accumulators, I mean, that that kind of got popular for a while. And um, Paddy Power, I remember having a decent, they shut it down pretty much straight away. So my experience, these things just do not last at all. And, And I think, well, everyone says that. There's a word people you've gubbed. You're gubbed by the bookmakers. And that means they've just either shut your account. Or they've limited your stakes down to about two pounds, and they won't give you any more promotional offers. So, whilst match betting's nice, it's a it's a bit of a quick hit. It's not a long term sustainable way to make money. And the other thing is, like I say, these companies have started getting desperate, right? And what scares me is that now they really push the casino offers. Now, I'm not talking about casino offers where it's like, yeah, just spin for £10 worth of slot spins and then we'll give you £10 bonus and all you have to do is spin that and you can take your profit. Because offers like that are fine. The, The smaller ones with really good expected value that you've got a really high chance of getting your money back, they're absolutely fine. The ones that scare me and the ones that they're really pushing now are these casino offers where it's £200, £300 or sometimes up to £500, You put that down and you get a bonus of whatever, 500, but you have to roll it through 40, 50 times. And then people will tell you, "Ah, yeah, but the expected value is you should make a tenner after doing this. And it's like, well, we keep doing them and doing them and doing them, so we're going to make money. Well, what I found, because I I did try this because I thought, well, you know, I keep getting told about this expected value, right? Now, the problem is with these offers, invariably, you can't use small stakes so you couldn't just do 10 pound and get a 10 pound what what tends to happen is you have to do the whole thing you have to put the 100 in the 200 in and what then happens is you're using a lot of money and it's it's a big risk because there's a good chance of all those spins you'll lose all of that money right often it's 1 pound at least stakes um sometimes higher actually on a lot of these sites they recommend using high stakes for the spins which again baffles me but the thing is What will happen and what I saw time and time again was people reporting 2,000, 3,000 pound losses in one month of doing this. And I thought, the problem is, you're not building slowly. You know, it's not like Betfair Trading where I can use whatever bankroll size I want and I can build gradually and, you know, I can push through that way. This is, you've got to go pretty big and pretty hard and you've basically got to have balls of steel from the outset. And also, the problem is there's a good chance you're going to lose two, three grand a month. How long, sustainably, how long can you put up with that? I wouldn't want to put up with that for one month. (laughs) I wouldn't even put up with that for a month. So I'm always very worried about these things. I'm actually surprised that these companies get away with it because um, as we know, like in the gambling sector, we have to be really careful. As we know, even in stocks and shares, they have to be fairly careful but match betting companies seem to be able to spread any kind of untruths that they like, and no one no one ever says anything, which is uh, it's just a little bit worrying. Um, so anyway, like I say, use your due diligence. I don't think match betting's a bad thing. That's important to remember here. What I do think is that it's quite scary what they're trying to peddle now. And why they're desperate is they're trying to keep hold of you. Right? They want to keep hold of you. They match betting companies realise that you know, most sane people do match betting for a maximum a year, and then they're pretty much out of it, and they're ready to move on to something that's actually going to make them a long-term profit. You know, it's kind of a quick hit. I always think it's quite a nice way to build a bankroll for trading, and a lot of people who've come to Betfair trading community and pushed on are ones who built a bankroll through match betting and then learnt to trade and pushed on, and now they're making you know consistent profits month after month. So that's really important, right? But Like I say, with these companies, obviously, their agenda is fine because they're trying to make money from your subscription. That's literally all they're doing. Um, Like I say, they're not professional match betters because most of those people's accounts would have got gubbed. It's not like something like Bitfair Trading Community where you have me, Ryan, Adam, who are actively trading with you pretty much all day, every day. Um, You know, I get told off, actually, by my wife a lot of the time. The amount of time I spend with you guys on Betfair training and on Betfair, um, you know it's pretty much a lifestyle for me. But I love it. Um, it doesn't have to be that way, obviously. And I'm creating a lot of things that will lessen the screen time, like the seventh forget strategies, the collaborative stuff we're doing. Um, the other thing I'm going to start possibly this week. I was going to do it today, but I didn't sleep last night because my little my little nought year old. Uh, didn't fancy sleeping, decided he just want to scream his head off all night. So I was going to start a thread on the trading strategies and see if we could get a community collaborative effort going of that again with the members filters that we have. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's quite clear what the, what the advantages and disadvantages of match betting are. And this is someone who knows that industry really well, it's talking to you today. So don't feel like oh well, mind you know he's a trader who doesn't really know anything. It's not actually true. Um, anything there is worth knowing about, I know about it. The other thing that worries me is that people get into multi-accounting, which I think, you know, doing it for your wife or whatever, and that's fine. What worries me is that I actually got contacted by a guy and he's he's trying to get, you know, loads and loads of people to do this multi-accounting. And basically multi-accounting means that he'll use someone else's name in their account and basically make profit that way but obviously there's a real gray area um, surrounding the legality of that and i'm not going to get into that today Um, i've even i've even seen people have contacted solicitors The problem is is these areas solicitors don't really understand either Um, and you'll find this with with something like match betting because it's such a kind of niche strange it's kind of a I don't know it's kind of a I don't know quite the right word but there's something a little bit I don't want to use the word dodgy because it's not quite dodgy there's something a little bit you know I'll use the word dodgy because I can't think of a better one right now but there's something a little bit dodgy about it all you know you're under the cover of darkness you're trying to hide everything from bookmakers you're trying to trick you're trying to trick people you're trying to trick companies all the time you know um, multi-million pound companies at uh, that it's not a great it's not a great position to always be in so uh yeah just be careful guys i remember when i did it i had to have quite a few there's a company called IBAS who um adjudicate and i had to go through them quite a few times when bookmakers wouldn't pay out sometimes not even match betting sometimes just i remember backing a player at nine to one in a tennis tournament the opponent pulled out this was in the outright market Stan James refused to pay me. I think it was like nine hundred quid. They refused to pay it because someone pulled out. But I'd already placed a bet in the outright market. I mean, how mad is that? It's literally you know, it's not my problem. I took the odds on offer and they hadn't even pulled out at that point. It was just some rumors they might. So I took that I took that chance and that's the chance you take and that's the you know, the profit you get from it. It's basically essentially good because You've taken that risk. That's, you deserve that profit because you took that chance. Um, and I did have to write to IBAS, and it's a long, drawn-out process. Right? I'm clever enough that I take lots of screenshots all the time about things because I know what I know what these people are like. I know that bookmakers are conniving. You know, most of the bookmakers didn't come out of, you know, really, I don't know, successful institutions. They were normally started up by a bloke. You know probably on a back street corner taking a few quid here and there from his mates, and then it grew from that into a big business. You know, that's why a lot of them are just one person. You know, Stan James, Paddy Powell, Bet Fred. It's bizarre because you don't really get that in other industries, do you? Just one person, you know, massive multinational companies like that. But that is kind of how betting and bookmakers have always started. Um, so yeah, match betting's fine. But if you want long term gains, if you want real profit in the long run, if you want to make a career, if you, if you want to get away from what you're currently doing into this, or if you're not even doing anything and you're like, I want to do something and I want to learn a skill, trading is the skill to learn because it will help you for a long, long time. Um, and it's a, it's a it's an infinite skill. It, you know, essentially, to the day you die, you can be a trader. Not the case with match betting no matter what people tell you, okay, I know there's a lot of, it's a bit like um, the stuff going on in Russia, isn't it, there's a lot of mistruth <laughs> that gets spread by these match betting companies, and uh, you know, you've got to be really careful, I've got to be careful, I remember once saying this stuff, um, and oh, I can't remember what company, it's one of the, uh, it was that kind of smarmy looking, you know, the kind of really young smarmy looking guy, oh he's 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 got the kind of you'll know him if you've seen his adverts he's got the kind of face you just want to punch <laughs> do you know what i mean he's just got that face i think he threatened me with legal action once um it made i did i did laugh quite a lot about it because i thought it would be interesting to see how you threaten someone with legal action for telling the truth um and funny enough when i responded that to him never heard <laughs> never heard anything again there's a big shock right but it's amazing isn't it it's amazing what can go on um amount of times we've been i think it's i think we've had about three three legal threats from people which makes me laugh um but anyway it's all good fun maybe i'll tell you about the other ones another time um but yeah i think that most of you guys listening to this, you're not just really after a quick fix because the quick fix isn't really going to do much. I mean, just using one match betting account now, I'm not even sure how much money you'd make. Like, if you'd never used the bookies before, maybe you'd make, I don't know, a couple of grand if you're lucky because it's so hard. And the other thing, the other things, I remember um, when I moved house, one of the first things I did was I thought, well... I haven't done a lot in, with Roz, so I could I could use her accounts on this new address. And, you know, obviously no one would know um, that we live in the same house because my accounts are attached to the old address and I don't use them anymore because they're all gubbed or banned. And I remember even with those, when it was watertight, um, sometimes they just didn't give you the free bets because it was just, even on the sign-up office, it was just like an administrative error. But, you know, there's there's not a ton you can do about it. Because if they just say, well, you can't have it. From a legal point of view, a free bet is just a company offering. They don't really have to honour that. Um, you know, it's a bit different if you've placed the normal bet and they don't pay out. You do have more. Now, that's something you could take to IBAS. But with, with the free bet stuff, you can't really take that to IBAS. Or if you do, you're a lot less likely to be successful um, at it. So... But anyway, you, you see how you're kind of getting tied up in all this stuff that you don't really necessarily want to be involved with in much betting. Whereas with trading, all you're doing is sitting there, looking at Betfair, analysing games, and you're playing with Betfair. And Betfair like it because they want, want money on the exchange. You know, the more money you put in, the more money seeding on the exchange. They don't earn from you losing. That's another thing. I'm never comfortable with betting with a company that earns when I lose right because that's what bookmakers do they only earn when you lose so every time you visit a bookmaker they're doing everything they can to find a way to make you lose your money and they're very clever at it they're very good at it you know they're they're the masters of it but betfair's different as we know so when we trade you know we can do it we can just enjoy it there's none of this kind of litigation and there's nothing even the tiniest bit dodgy about it we're just it's very open it's fair it's, it's it's essentially a stock market for sports trading it's been around since 2004 or whatever so we know it's not going anywhere but i think it might have been earlier than that actually i think that was just the first time i found it so i think it might be nearly 20 years old now so, so betfair is not going anywhere it's just as big as it always has been and it's uh it's an amazing thing to trade on and you know, it's amazing that 20 years later, I still enjoy it as much as I ever did. You know, it's amazing that a value is still just always there. You know, you can always find if you work hard enough, if you sort the strategies out, if you actually test things properly, you know, the value will always be there. Because there's certain principles of market making where the markets don't take into consideration everything, in my opinion, that they should and therefore you're always ending up getting value in certain situations it's just about finding the games where that value is present and that's the fun of betfair you know i always think i got in, i got quite into board games over christmas and uh not the kind of like monopoly and scrabble type ones but like the more geeky advanced in depth ones um that strategy type stuff and uh I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed them. I only, I've only got a couple of them because I don't really get a lot of time to play them, obviously. But um, yeah, I really enjoy those. And to me, that's what Betfair is like. It's like this really deep, complex strategy game. But once you actually bother to learn it, and once you actually figure it out, it's really easy to play, right? It's it's, it's kind of, and we're trying to make that barrier as easy as possible for you guys. So you know, Ryan's just working so hard at the moment on one of these sort of intro courses for new members and new traders where he's literally going to just spell it out for you x y and z and then you're going to basically be i think i think the phrase he's using as a super trader and that's really exciting because as soon as you get onto the betfair forum and stuff you're going to have you're going to be armed with a lot of good knowledge and information and i think that's key but the great thing is once you have that stuff betfair trading is so much easier and you know it's one of those skills that once you learn it, it doesn't go anywhere. You know, once I learned Betfair Trading, once I learned the skill of Betfair Trading, I didn't forget it. It didn't become useless. You know, we're talking 20 years later, it's still just as relevant today as it ever was. Um, so, yeah, you, if you're choosing between the two and, you, you know, you, you're really seriously, I'd just say be really careful with investing heavily in match betting. You know, I think the quick hit thing, getting in and out quickly is great. And then find something that's actually going to make you long-term money because all you don't want to do is spend loads and loads of time learning skills that ultimately turn out to be useless. Um, And I think that's where Betfair Trading just has such a big leg up. Um, Anyway, guys, hope you've enjoyed listening to the podcast and I'll be back with another one soon.